You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, I wasn't sure for a second if the recording was actually working, but it is the done, and there's no editing on this podcast. So welcome to the show. If you're a previous listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome. Nonetheless, you're both welcome, wherever spectrum you fall on. So in this week's episode, we're going to be touching on the likes of foods and the likes of it's linked with mental health. So I got this question in from Instagram as I put up a suggestion box of topics you wanted to talk about and we'll be going through how important food is and then we'll be going through the likes of foods that I highly recommend you to add in and what their importance are and their role in overall optimal health because that's what I suppose I'm a firm believer in that really does start with the food that you eat okay so because nutrition really does matter and the whole idea of it is the increase in the population of people that have been subscribe antidepressants is increasing all the time and what's changed i suppose is that's one of the first point to cause it's the fact that a lot of people are being prescribed these due to the fact that the food that we're consuming has changed okay just even go back okay 20 years ago we could say 10 years ago the likes of these medications that are what antidepressants that are given out on a regular basis are becoming much more common due to the fact that the food, as I was saying, and that's as a result of large scale production of fruits, vegetables, meats, animal products. And when you understand that something that's produced on large scale, those corners are going to be cut somewhere. And when we'll give the example of firstly meats, if you eat meats in your diet or have a high percentage of meats in your diet, and I used to typically have a completely different diet to what I do now. I come from a, <clears throat> a country background. It was lasagnas, it was chicken casseroles, it was pizzas on Friday, pepperoni, because I was a big meat guy. I was a big GA sports based individual team sports. And that diet has completely changed now. And I just wish, I, and what I'm doing, I'm putting out this information for you to pick whatever type of food that benefits you most, because no two people are the same. And that's important to note. And I'm not vegan, I'm not vegetarian. I eat a high percentage of vegetables. And touching on the likes of meats produced on a large scale, okay, whether it be the likes of chicken that you get for a very, very minimal uh, amount of cost at the counter, the whole idea of it is the value of food is not paid at the counter. It's paid well before that. Or the likes of a beef that's produced, whether it be in the country that you're currently living in, whether Ireland, whether in the UK, whether it be Australia, America, I know you have listeners and all, different areas of those uh, listed countries. The fact is that you can get it grown in poorer countries and then brought into you and then you don't gain the ma- major advantage of that. The whole idea when people are consuming things that are, are fresher, are organic, are chemical free, that's the main difference I'm going to touch on here now today. So when you consume something that's non-organic, it can be heavily sprayed with the likes of first point of call, we'll call it, and uh, the glyphosate. Glyphosate is the active ingredient in Roundup. Okay, when we're looking at foods, the whole idea of anybody looking at something that's cheap is to realize how is it made first 
this cost that it's labeled as. So whether you get something for 49 cent in a store, we won't even mention, or a dollar, wherever you're located. The thing is, there's somebody losing out, whether it's being heavily sprayed, which is for the most part, with the likes of harsh chemicals, which I'm going to touch on glyphosate, because glyphosate is something that's a killer. It's not only killing the likes of the, we'll call it the microorganisms that it's sprayed on, whether it be the vegetables, whether it be the crop, the grain, Okay, oats are another one that's highly sprayed. I recommend you most definitely to add into your diet organically because grains, it's something we, we, in Ireland we eat a lot of, whether it be breads, and typically I'm focusing on brown breads. And then the next point to call is the likes of the grass typically sprayed off. And then sometimes I've seen, personally myself, I've seen this, animals grazing on dead grass that has been sprayed with a harsh chemical. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. The thing is, for anybody to, to realize for a second that that's going to be beneficial to us because when that and when and what that animal eats is so important because you are not only what you eat you are what your you the product or the animal or the item that you uh, they end up consuming so if they're consuming grass that's been heavily sprayed with glyphosate or harsh chemicals they end up ingesting that and either their food products whether it be the milk whether it be the cheese whether it be the like said grain the whole idea of it is you need to understand where food comes from. Get a connection with where and what you're buying are more regular. And that's what I'm trying to get people to do. Understand foods, what it does to the body. And touching on the likes of what glyphosate is, it is an antibiotic. It actually causes the killing of microorganisms in your stomach. And that's what I'm talking about. All these different things are linked with poor health and the gut and the brain are connected. We're touching on the likes of mental health. Okay, because 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. And how important is serotonin? Extremely, because that's what it is, the happy hormone. So if you want to be happier, you need to start eating a higher percentage of chemical-free, local, fresh, organic produce that are going to improve the likes of your gut health. Because that, like to say it, is, as I said, is a carcinogenic firstly, but it's an antibiotic. Okay, it's a terrible thing. And it was invented by Monsanto. It's a chemical, it's a company based in America that also sell it, as you might know the name, Roundup. It's sprayed on the periphery edges of your gardens and spraying the dandelions is actually a beneficial plant. You can actually consume both the roots, the, the fiber found in it is typically inulin, which is another topic we'll be touching on in, in this episode. We might actually even expand it into a separate episode because we might be able to provide you with as much value in the likes of 30 minutes. I typically only leave this for 30 minutes. So all those things uh, with the antibacterial found in the Roundup is leading to symptoms such as poor gut health, leaky gut, autoimmune diseases. And those autoimmune diseases okay, can go as far as we call it asthma, acne, and spots. And I used to have two of those, two of those first year. The likes of uh, allergies such as hay fever was a, was a big one for me. Every year I used to have literally tears bawling down my eyes, big red runny nose. But that was when I typically had a highly processed uh, diet. My foods wouldn't have been high in vitamin C, which is a natural antihistamine. And I definitely wouldn't have been having organic foods. And that's something I want people to note. And then the last thing is with antibacterial found in high percentage in non-organic produce, it's leading to the lower population of gut microorganisms. When you have lower percentage of gut microorganisms, you have the likes of a poor production of that happy hormone, the serotonin, okay? And that's what's one of the main causes of mental illness, okay? When I 
when you understand for a second that poor health is linked with a poor gut health is linked with poor mental health and from that it's the foods that we're eating have a direct result in the way you look you feel and how much energy levels you have and we can bring it back even more simpler again the fact is every vitamin and mineral is found in the likes of whole foods and i'm a major believer in that and if you're taking antibiotics for any particular reason whether it be we call it for, for recover from an illness or a wound and to just to touch on for people on youtube this podcast comes out on youtube as well i had an incident with my finger and i lost my finger and i was recommended to take such antibiotics and it was my i'm a much more more of a holistic individual for health i went down the path of foods that can actually help and improve my overall gut health and improve my immune system and speed up the recovery from the likes of an injury i got 11 stitches and it lost my finger okay so i can clearly tell you now that put my hand up here now and the incident was actually just happened there behind me it was with an axe and it's something that i just want to show people and for those of you that are on here i nearly went straight in through the midsection of my palm but what I did was I upped the likes of my foods that could speed up recovery. Okay, zinc is one of them. Okay, zinc from the likes of not tablets, not supplements. Okay, it's from pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are massively high in zinc and they're massively high in fiber. Fiber is good with gut health and also increases the likes of my production of those microorganisms, which also we'll be touching on every single time, produce serotonin. And when people know and understand that on a regular basis, it's important to... Remember, the food is medicine, and the more food that you eat, the more benefits you can get from it. I didn't take any medication, only natural remedies for this exact wound, and it's healed up extremely well. I can even put a photograph up when this podcast does come out. Okay, I do have, have a scar, but it's very well, uh, what unnoticeable as opposed to the way I thought I might have had when I had chances of having only nine fingers but maybe the thumb you wouldn't call a finger but the whole idea of it is i really want people to know that i heal myself naturally from the likes of different things that i have done through the likes of the foods that i have consumed and for me touching on the benefits of the likes of your improved microorganisms in your body is your immune system is also improved okay we've touched on serotonin and then also the benefits of improved microorganisms in your body is the likes of increased energy levels how is that because microorganisms break down material in your body okay they break down undigestible carbohydrates these carbohydrates are uh, something that can give us more energy as a result of that you're when you're more energy you're much more likely to train when you're much more likely to train the fact is that also that is an increased production of the likes of that serotonin again but i'm going to give the example of when you're training you're also increasing the likes of dopamine dopamine is another happy hormone and how i like the science behind this okay so when you're training okay in the foods that you have eaten throughout the day that is something that do, does contain different proteins there are uh, nine essential amino acids and all the amino acids are traveling through your blood across your body and as a result of that what ends up happening is there's a competition there's a lot of competition right now in my body and your body for these amino acids to reach the brain but one of the major precursors the precursor means make to make so the precursor to dopamine and that's another one of the happy hormones is tryptophan tryptophan is found in all essential uh, complete proteins and is essential in the diet so when we train okay we end up 
tearing muscle fibers. When we tear muscle fibers, what ends up happening as a result of that is these amino acids go to, we just give it for simple examples and a visual for people who are watching on YouTube, goes to the muscle or the bicep. When you tear those muscle fibers, those nutrients, proteins will end up repairing that bicep. And then that means there's less competition because there's less of them in the bloodstream. When there's less of them in the bloodstream, an influx of the likes of that competition and influx of tryptophan gets to your brain. So that's really important. Tryptophan makes happy hormones. And that means like the likes of the foods that you eat give you more energy as a result of improved gut health. When you improve gut health, you also have increased energy levels. You've increased energy levels. You have increased production of these happy hormones, serotonin and dopamine in two different ways. When you train and combine, it's a healthy lifestyle. I'm trying to get people to incorporate into their, into their root, into their loot, into their life on a regular basis. And that's, I do like the science behind that. And also for those people that think that people who make podcasts, they don't have notes. Yes, I do. Just little ballpark figures of tip topics in relation to what's coming up. And so I'm going to take a sip of water here. So with any diet that people are currently eating, it's not that I want people to say that they're vegan or vegetarian. The whole idea of it is the more plants and fruits and vegetables you add into your diet, the better. Okay, the more processed foods, the more we call it the Western diet of chips. And I used to eat a lot of pizza. I used to, Friday night was or Saturday evening was typically um, the pizzas that I used to have from a box. Okay, you can still eat pizzas, but to make sure that you get them, you can even make them yourself. And if I'm I start talking about food, my mouth starts to water. <laughs> so that's a, a Pavlov's theory, if anybody knows about that. So the consumption of, we'll call it, all these different fruits and vegetables are going to aid in not only increased energy levels, increased production of serotonin, as we've been discussing. But what foods can actually really help with the natural production of improved gut health, which is linked to improved mood, are the likes of your prebiotics and probiotics. Okay, to touch on what these actually are, okay, these are prebiotics first. Okay, the prebiotics are the whole foods. These are the foods that feed your microorganisms, okay? So the foods that we eat, the foods that we eat that feed the likes of your microorganisms. So the ones that I highly recommend are onions, garlics, leeks, okay? Those are the really easy ones to add into your diet. Chop them up, put them in stir fries. There's so many different benefits to those, not only in fiber, the type of fiber is inulin, and the other one is, we'll call it dandelion would be up there, but you know, like a lot of people might say, come, that's very far up there. I don't mention that first, but that actually is higher than onion and garlic and leeks. So if you wanted to add those in, that'll be a major benefit. And dandelions are absolutely positively free, but just make sure you haven't yourself, your family members, or anyone in your immediate area has sprayed the likes of those dandelions. They're both the root, both the leaves, and I have actually on my YouTube channel how to cook it, make it up in a stir fry, bish, bash, bash, couple of leaves, and you're on a winner. But another one would be Jerusalem artichoke and yakon. Another couple of vegetables I have mentioned on this podcast previously, and I grow a number of those. Remember, the dandelions are absolutely free. They're typically labeled as a weed, but the definition of a weed is a plant in the wrong place. So I'm a major believer in whole foods and getting it as best you can, chemical free. Okay, and you say, oh man, I can't, but I, I find it difficult to consume these type of vegetables add in any type of vegetables they're going to have fiber and the, these are just a list i highly recommend that are on the prebiotic list okay jerusalem artichokes is another one that i highly recommend to add into your diet and then we're going to move on to those are the prebiotics okay now moving on to the 
probiotics. So the probiotics are the fermented foods that you can add into your diet on a regular basis. So these are the likes of, we call it tofu and tempeh. They're fermented. Okay, they're plant-based sources of protein. Okay, I haven't mentioned a lot about meats on, uh, on this podcast just due to the fact that meats are complete protein, yet they don't have fiber. As I said, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian. I have a quite high percentage of vegetables in my diet. And for the, for the matter that the gold standard being organic vegetables, that's why I consume those. I'm for optimal health. I want people to, whether, whatever their fitness goal is, they'll lose weight, they'll improve in their or endurance or, and or build muscle, depending on which end of the spectrum you fall in under. These foods are going to benefit you nonetheless. So fermented foods. The likes of kombucha is another one. Kombucha can either be made yourself and or there are Irish companies and there's companies all over the world. But the one that I recommend and why, because they've previously been on the podcast and I enjoy the taste of it's Holo. Holo is something that's an Irish product and they're based in Cork at the minute. And I would have on a regular basis. We have the likes of yogurts, okay, sauerkraut. And sauerkraut is fermented cabbage. You have also the benefit of that coming from the Brassica family. The Brassica family is something that has an antioxidant called sulfurophane. Sulfurophane is a mass, is one of the strongest antioxidants that is out there. Okay, it's typically uh, found in high concentrations in microgreens, which I have touched on in a separate podcast. But if you have any questions and if, for people that are taking notes, I know some people take notes in these podcasts, send them to me and um, I can reply back to you either on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. So next one is yogurts. Okay, I mentioned yogurts, but there are yogurts that are much better than others. Okay, the ones that don't have a high percentage of sugar. And I cannot say that with a grit in my teeth because people say, oh, I'm eating yogurts, but not the yogurts that have added flavors such as strawberry. If you're looking for strawberry flavor in your yogurt, add strawberries because that's going to add fiber as well. And that's going to benefit you. And make sure when you're getting fruits that you consume them. I highly recommend you to consume the likes of fruits, especially coming into the summer once now organically why because they are again one of the foods on the dirty dozen which can again be heavily sprayed and that's something you don't want you don't you want minimal amount of toxins in your body because toxins are leading to poor gut health again and leading to so many different illnesses in we call it from your skin health to your mental health to energy levels and the whole idea of it is the more foods that you eat that are at optimal nutrition for you and optimal nutrition isn't always what's in it it's all, it might even be the fact of what's not in it. And that's what I kind of tell people with the likes of the foods that are, are organic. It's like, oh, the studies to say, Coleman, that such and such uh, doesn't contain so much uh, vitamin C, doesn't contain higher magnesium. The thing is, that's absolutely fine. I want you to remember when organic food or chemical-free, whether you grow it your own or not, is something that's not containing it. It doesn't contain harsh chemicals. It certainly doesn't contain glyphosate. And that can be proven with the likes of the studies and studies, the inspections that are done on organic farms. I'm registered with Organic Trust, and that's an Irish governing body that comes out for a minimum inspection of once a year. They can also come out unannounced, come to the gate, walk straight in and say, come on, we're taking this sample of such and such. And I'd say, that's, I can't say very much about it. They take the product and it's taken away for tests. And I suppose in combination of those prebiotics and probiotics, this is one of the things I highly recommend. If you take anything away from this show, have one meal a day of a salad type lunch. And I don't mean just eat greens. I don't mean just eat a plate of salad. That would be really beneficial in itself. But to maximize the benefits, add in fermented foods. as kimchi, sauerkraut, 
and kimchi is actually just a spiced kind of sauerkraut and i like that i've made my own i actually have a link on my youtube i might put it in the show notes for showing people how to do that from scratch it's really it's unreal i actually use the kettlebell to make it but we won't get into that just now the fact is that making a salad type lunch and adding in high fiber foods that have not only what prebiotics and probiotics make this lunch exactly chop up the likes of onions, garlic, into a pan, extra virgin olive oil. Then you have greens, whether it be spinach, kale. You can add in rainbow chard, coming into season, or silver beet is also known as different countries. Those are your greens. Those And next thing you're going to add in, you're going to need a protein source. You're going to add in the likes of maybe tofu or tempeh. You could add in organic chicken, and that's actually something that's going to be coming up in my meal very, very soon. And that video has been put up on Instagram. And I tell people about this because some people say, oh, come on, I'm not really sure how to do that. I'll show you exactly how to do it. It takes no more than 10 minutes to make these meals. They're delicious. They're beneficial. They're all single greens. They're all organic. And when you do that, you're getting micronutrients, okay? And that's what the body runs off after that, okay? So then you have these micronutrients, antioxidants, vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin D, you have complete proteins, uh, healthy fats in the extra virgin olive oil, the tofu and tempeh or the chicken is your, one, your breadwinner right there. And the next point to call is then that's going to have you on increased energy levels. You're going to be happier as a result of that. You're going to be more productive. And people that are more productive, they are much more ready to train. And training and optimal energy levels is the pillars of health. And when you do that on a more regular basis, it's so important. And a lot of people say, again, that kind of want to say, what's the best diet, Coleman? What's the best diet for optimal energy levels? Whether it be like a vegan or vegetarian or Mediterranean or paleo or low carb, what all these diets have in combination together is they really do, excuse me, have a high percentage of whole foods, including high quality foods. There's healthy fats in them. And for anybody that says that low, they the low fat diet is they recommend you. If a person trying to ever recommend that to you, or each and every anybody that says it to you, whether it be on Spotify or any of the podcast, any of the areas which are just to consume information, okay, that's negatively going to affect the likes of your brain as well. The way we're touching on this uh, topic here, mental health. Okay, why and why is that? Because 60, if not 70% of your brain is made up of fats. Fats are essential for the diet you have to consume them there actually is no essential carbohydrate but i still add them into my diet on a regular basis at instant sensitive times i typically have mine first thing in the morning and after my workouts with that salad type lunch that i was just talking about right there and fats are really important but it's important to get the right type of fats for optimal energy levels where do you get them from uh, the recommended foods extra virgin olive oil being coming from the olives uh, typically uh, use uh, either Greek or Italian from one source. We can touch on uh, that in a separate podcast. So I want people to consume them from nuts and seeds, but what nuts are high in a fat that I would recommended for optimal brain function? Uh, it is omega-3s. Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. So we are hemp seeds, which is a complete protein in itself and can be definitely sprinkled on the likes of that salad type lunch for yourself so that you can what have Increased blood flow. When you've increased blood flow, you have more vitamins and minerals. More vitamins and minerals go into your brain. You're able to think clearer. And as a result of that, that's for optimal what? Energy. I'm all about energy. I'm all about the production and getting vitamins and minerals throughout your body as best you can to perform at your best. And that linked with gut health and gut health linked to the mental health. And that's kind of the round circle of what I'm talking about here in today's podcast. So if you're mentioning the fact that or being mentioned 
by any of to consume a lower fat diet. Just remember that the body needs that. There are essential fats. There's omega-3, as I said. Walnuts is a really another good one. Flax seeds are highly recommended. There's also high in fiber. Fiber linked with the gut health. Then another one is chia seeds. Chia seeds are something that contain both omega-3 and omega-6. Also getting them from fish. The thing is with fish, some people are consuming fish that are unsustainable. Secondly, they're following fish that and the seas are becoming heavily polluted with plastics and microplastics. And then the likes of the fish are eating those bits of microplastics, and then that's in us. And it's then having a negative effect on your gut. And all the time we're touching back to the gut because the gut is and has a massive player on the likes of your immune system and the likes of your mental health. And that's what I want people to get back to. I want people to understand that. Get the best food that you possibly can for you. And salmon can be heavily farmed. And that's why I used to have salmon a lot in my diet and not have as much as I do anymore. Wild caught salmon, if you do eat meats, and after that, then you can go as back far back as go back down the lower part of the food chain. Algae. Algae is something you can add into your diet. And you can also get omega-3 fish oils from supplements, but that's not what I recommend because I much prefer to have something from a whole foods as opposed to the likes of something you take in tablet form. And it's what I want people to realize is in schools, we're not taught enough about foods. We're not taught about how to grow. We're not taught about how to cook. We're not taught about the foods at its simplest form because every food goes into it. These three things, a complex carbohydrate, a healthy fat or a protein. And when you understand that and take on board the information that either you have received in this podcast or previous episodes, put it into practice, please add in more whole foods to your diet to improve your mood to and organic foods being the gold standard food is medicine you must take uh, make sure that uh, it's food that suits you because if i was to tell you to add into diet to your diet such as a food food you weren't able to tolerate or digest very well like a lot of people can't tolerate, uh, tolerate beans okay i'm able to tolerate beans because i have introduced them in small amounts and that's something that i do with people on their organic fitness program small incremental addition you can build up a tolerance to that food but if you can't tolerate that at this moment in time and i was to tell you to add that into your diet that wouldn't be in, in alignment with we'll call it optimal health for you specifically. So that's why I work with someone and try and add in these foods if you're doing it on your own in small amounts so that you can build up and to the idea of getting in more of these beneficial foods, getting them from local sources, getting them chemical free, getting them organic. Why? Because that's just the gold standard. Those three things, those complex carbohydrates, those healthy fats, those complete proteins in your diet on a regular basis are going to improve your health today, tomorrow, and the, and the start, as soon as you start adding them into your diet, okay? And I suppose what I want people to know is I'm going to finish on the likes of whenever you're having a meal or whenever you're doing a shop, I just want you to remember just one more. Is there a chance that you could add in to your shopping list, to your shopping trolley, to your basket, another fruit, another vegetable that contains or is from local, is from a, an organic source, is from as fresh a source as you can possibly get it to gain the advantage of that. And that's the same when you're sitting down or you're cooking a meal. Could you add in spinach to a curry? Could you add in, we'll call it maybe butter and squash to a meal and take out and half the likes of their, your uh, meat sources? Why? Because for the most part, organic meats are extremely expensive and vegetables are a hell of a lot cheaper, but this is all linked towards you and optimal energy levels. The whole my whole approach is for you, 
to add in more vegetables that benefit you, that benefit your gut health, that are linked with mental health. And a lot of people say and ask me, Coleman, how are you so happy? Because I do these things on a regular basis. And I regular basis might even be cutting it. I do these on a daily basis. There isn't a day that I wouldn't consume foods that are organic. And I want people in the future to remember that this idea of organic foods are going to be the not only the gold standard but just the standard it's something that's going to be in the shop as soon as you walk in you're going to find it hard to find conventional foods because roundup that poison is exactly what it is is going to be banned in the near future and i'm working towards that and the more people consume organic produce that benefits them you must remember it's not only going to benefit you it's going to benefit the future generations and the soil which is so important as well, because that's where every vitamin and mineral and what's in the soil is then taken up by the plant. And what's taken up by the plant, we are the end consumers of. So I suppose that's 30 minutes of uh, this episode, <laughs> talking all about uh, foods, gut health, mental health. And it's supposed to wrap it up. It's about adding in prebiotic foods, probiotic foods, whole foods, leeks, onions, garlic, there's three easy ones, rules and artichokes, leeks, yakons too, check those out. Um, prebiotic foods, fermented foods, adding in more plant-based protein. Why? Because that contains fiber, added fiber, added vitamins and minerals towards your microorganisms can feed on, increased population, more serotonin. That leads to you being happier. And when you're happier, you're healthier. And in my eyes, most people actually do want to be happier and healthier for the most part. If you fall into the category of people that don't, it's a very, very small percentage of it. But I'm sure the listeners of this podcast are extremely, what, looking for an improvement on not only their health but also their mental health and that's what i'm trying to get people to do live a happier and healthier life i suppose if you've got any value out of this today i'd really highly appreciate because i don't have ads on this podcast or on youtube or any of my platforms i would just really would be if you took like 60 seconds or even two minutes out of your day to leave me a view on either shared on your social media even a review on apple or just pass it on to one other person and put out this message to people eating local fresh and organic produce is something that i want people to do on a more regular basis i suppose i always finish off these podcasts by saying stay tuned stay classy and keep it organic <laughs>